0: The Gone Grow Show, Episode 11, Modern Purity, Being Real with Ourself, featuring Ashley. Welcome to The Gone Grow Show with Bree and C, a podcast created to help you unplug from pop culture and into Christ.
1: Welcome to The Gone Grow Show. I'm Brie. And C, and I want to say... Happy July to everyone out there. This is a new month, a new beginning. And for our listeners, the United States, happy 4th of July. 4th of July is a time where we celebrate our independence here in the state. So I hope everyone had a safe and happy 4th of July weekend. Um, and just enjoy your the month of July, new beginnings. And I believe and pray that July will be an awesome, awesome month for all our listeners.
0: Yes, and we would just like to remind everyone to keep the city of Orlando in their prayers, and not just Orlando, but this country and the world because there's so much going on, and we definitely need prayers. I want
1: to also add to that that with the prayers that's needed around the world and the city of Orlando, keep your heart and mind focused on Christ. I know it's crazy what you see going on in the news. Don't just watch the news. Try to find something positive, Christian-oriented, to keep you focused and motivated so that you can press ahead towards a calling and the mark. For God and Christ Jesus.
0: Right. And so this month we were able to do an interview with our friend Ashley. We talked about being real in the church. And we hope you enjoy the interview. Definitely enjoy the interview. See you on the other side. Hello everyone. I'm here with Ashley. A.K.A. He Got Me. We're going to be talking about transparency and being real in the church. Especially in the areas of dating and relationships. Ashley is the founder of SELF, Sisters Edifying and Loving Fully and also a YouTube hostess. How are you doing, Ashley?
2: I am awesome. Hi, (laughs) Brie.
0: That's great. Great to hear. I guess we'll dive right in. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry.
2: Well, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. (laughs) And the ministry is actually really focused on purity. And saving yourself for marriage, whether you're a virgin, whether you're celibate, whatever the case, it's just saving yourself and learning who you are, learning who your real self is in the waiting time, the waiting period before you get married. So it's purity sessions for the young girls from 10 to 18 years old, as well as from 18 to 55 or 100 years old. We have something for everyone.
0: I think that's, that's awesome because, you know, our culture wants us to do anything but be pure. So that's great. So why do you think it's important for people, especially Christians, to be real with each other? Because
2: truth sets us free. And the minute that we lie about what we're going through, we almost give it a pass. We allow ourselves to continue in it because no one else knows.
0: So the things you think that can stop us from being real with each other include um, being, I guess, shamed about our past. Are you think there's anything else that can stop people from being real? Being judged. Being judged. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. Do you think that some things are different for men and women? Do you think there's like a gender difference? Like men might be uh they won't don't want to look bad in front of their boys or something or girls want to you know have the stereotype of you know grow up girls have to be the pure the pure ones sometimes so do you think those things can kind of hinder us as peers?
2: and it it really sucks because it's almost like men are given a pass to sleep Mm -hmm. with whomever however many whenever why ever and like you stated with women we have to vow to be pure, and we can't have any sexual partners. Or if we do, it can't be that many. So I really do believe that there are there is a gender divide. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Yeah. So I think because as a church, sometimes we we don't let people be real. I think this can lead for people to look for realness outside of the church, um, especially like with their friends, or we see in our culture. We see people talking about all this and that, like in reality shows, um, celebrating drama and stuff. So sometimes we look like outside of the church to be be real or to see realness. What do you think about that?
2: I think that's definitely true. Because sometimes you can be more lax with someone who's not even saved than you can be with someone who is. And in all honesty, with us being Christians, we should be the ones where everyone can come and let their hair down with because we are actually free through Christ. But unfortunately, that's not the way that it is. There's a stigma just from what I think is we have to make God look good. And in order to make God look good, we have
1: to look good. But we
2: have to be real about the fact that we needed a savior because we aren't good. So I think if we just accept the fact that we need God because we need to be saved from ourselves, I think Mm -hmm. that will also encourage other people to be real around us, because I'll be real and open with someone who's real and open with me. But the minute I see a wall, I automatically will know I'm going to be judged, so I'm not going to open up.
0: Right. And the Bible says that we overcome by the word of our testimony in Revelation, so... Definitely sharing with other people, being real with other people is is very important for us as as Christians. So as a church, I think there's a couple of ways that we can become more real with each other. And one of my top things I, I've noticed with some churches, there's a, a small group movement that's been going around. And it lets churches have more honest discussions with uh, a smaller group of people versus after church, you know, you might see one or two people, you have a conversation, and then you're out the door, and you don't see them usually until next Sunday. Like these small groups allow people to get together and be open and transparent with, with each other, and they can talk about the topics, you know, that pastor might not have talked about, or, hey, I'm going through this, I need some accountability in this area. It lets people get together and just kind of... Um, Just be open with each other. There's even a church here in Tampa. They have theirs called uh, Kingdom Conversations where they invite young adults to um, just come and talk and have open discussions. We've been there and I think it was really good. They're having another one later on. I believe July. We we mentioned it earlier. I think it was July 22nd. So that's that's great. I would love to see more churches uh, have have those those types of events. Because um, we, you know, it's easy to get together with your friends and just talk, talk, talk. But <laughs> these conversations are more edifying. Yes, you're, you're talking too, but you're growing in Christ as well, and you're talking with people who are—they might be struggling with the same thing that you are, or they can encourage you. You can encourage them. So I think, I think that's really great. So, like, like we mentioned, one of the biggest areas—it's um, hard to be real with—is your purity, dating, relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the church. And we mentioned some reasons why we think so. Getting judged, uh, looking bad in front of your peers. Um, and I believe not only does the church need to be honest about these issues and, um, and deal with them, but we also need to be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, there's reasons that the church doesn't mention these things. Um, even we were talking earlier, we mentioned sometimes the church might say, oh, just sex is bad. End of story. Don't do it. (laughs) And that's it. Yeah, that's it. But we know that, I mean, sex is is good. I mean, it's one of the first commandments. Well, I'm going to say commandments. But one of the first things that God told Adam and Eve to do was be fruitful and multiply. Obviously, it wasn't through kissing. I mean, it was a little more than that. So, I mean, sex was, it was something that God uh, told them to do. Mm -hmm. So, it it was it was a good thing that he he told them I mean that's how the earth was populated, and of course they were they were married, but i mean it was still it was their, they it was the right season for them to do it yeah. and we also need to be honest with ourselves and there's an article that boundless had um they are a part of a ministry called focus on the family it's their young adult young adult portion of that uh ministry hmm. that talked about uh, lies, five lies that make sexual purity more difficult. Uh, and some of those included single Christians aren't sexual and purity is only a problem for singles, which we'll, we'll talk more about some of these. But I'll also include the article in our show notes. So if you want to read more about the article, you can check it out. And I think the one that you wanted to discuss... If you'll remind me. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine.
2: Single Christians aren't sexual.
0: Okay, so it's the first one. I remembered.
2: (laughs) So it's like, okay, when you take the vow of celibacy, it's almost imposed upon you that sex, you need to lock it up. Every dirty thought in your mind, it will never happen again because you're celibate now or you're a virgin and you're going to wait until you get married and then the thoughts come and then you wonder what's wrong with you and you think that some type of way you're doing something wrong but we need to be honest about the way that God is wired up and how we're set up just like you stated with adam and eve in the garden god initiated that he married them off and sent them on their way to go and make babies, and we know where babies come from. So it's in us to do. He didn't have to sit them down and explain to them how to have sex and what to do and how it happens. So it's in us to do it. So to just understand that you don't have to feel condemned when the thought comes because there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk no longer after the flesh but after the spirit. So know how you're wired. And know that those thoughts, you have to bring those to God because they are they are healthy thoughts in the context and confines of marriage. When you're not married, now you have a problem. But it's almost like, as I stated, you're the villain when something like that happens. But it's really just understanding how God created you.
0: Right. And the article goes on to say that your sexuality is something that is always there, even if sex isn't a part of your life. Because we tend to only talk about the physical act of sex, we ignore the fact that it's our sexuality that ultimately drives us into a relationship, makes us desire marriage, expresses our longing to be known, heard, understood and protected. Our longing to be vulnerable soul to soul with another person and ultimately our longing to be known by God. As a single person, your sex sexuality serves a purpose.
2: Yeah.
0: So I think that's interesting. It's just
2: seen as so ugly and so bad when it's so beautiful. It's just we've taken it out of context. And if we look at it like the world, they display it everywhere. They don't have a problem with sex. But us as Christians, the ones that God ordained sex for, we're the ones that make it seem like it's So horrible so it's just it's so many roots in us from religion and our upbringing etc that make us feel like we're so bad and we're so dirty when any type of sexual inclination comes up we're just not being honest about who we are and how we're wired that's who we are we are sexual beings we are spiritual yes and we're also sexual but the problem again comes when it's out of the confines of marriage that's it right That's
0: it. Right, that's so true. Because we, if, like I said earlier, the church will say, okay, if you're not married, don't think about it, don't do this, do that. And uh, the 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 1 Corinthians 7, that says, it's not good for a man to touch a woman, it's better to marry than to burn. Mm -hmm. But for most of us, I mean, we can't just get married tomorrow. Like there's a process. It (laughs) takes time. I mean, God is dealing with us. God is dealing with our spouses, our future spouses. So in the meantime, we have to find ways to just be, be more holy ourselves, like reading uh, books, listening to the right types of music, doing things that are going to help us grow um, closer to Christ. And, um, not fall into what the world is doing, well, have you listened to any type of music making you desire something that is not your season um make, seeing uh Hollywood stars get married, break up, get married, break up, yeah, and thinking that it's okay for you to do that too, so we just have to really keep our mind focused on the original purpose of marriage and not let what's going on in the world um change change our mind or um make an idol out of it that's that's very big we can't make idols out of marriage our sex for that matter yeah um it's easy to because we have our like you said our sexual desires are always with us so i mean we can't just turn it off that would be so easy i mean that would it would be easier for us if we could just you know like you turn on the light on and exactly. off like just turn it off into into your wedding night and <laughs> it, it's on it's <laughs> on literally it's on <laughs> <laughs> oh <yes. laughs> But in the meantime, we have to we have to know that it's not not our season, and but we still have to learn to be able to um, deal with those things and um, use use that to know that God put that in us for a purpose, even though we aren't able to act on it now. Um, like the article said, that the sexual desire makes us desire. Ultimately, it's there to help us. One our relationship. Yeah. I mean, not just a one night stand or um, having multiple partners. It's there for you to have a, a connection with one person that God, that's God's best for you. That's what it's there for. So once we understand the purpose of that sexual desire, then we should be able to live our lives in a way that will help us get to how, where we can act on it. Hopefully, one day, you- if that's, yeah.
2: You mentioned a very interesting point about the music and what Hollywood is doing because it's like knowing how we're wired, if we're going to be honest about how we're wired, we're sexual beings, we have to be honest about whether or not we're feeding the monster and mm-hmm. feed that sexual monster with the music that we listen to. And the movies that we watch, you know, and the list will go on and on and on. And before you know it, you're more turned on and revved up than you ever were. So Mm -hmm. it's it's also just, you know, fasting from those things. And I can't even say fasting because that's just momentary. But really watching what you're feeding your spirit and your flesh because they are at war. They want two totally different things.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to... uh guard not just our hearts but our our ears and our eyes as well um even if everyone else <clears throat> is, is doing listening to this or watching that you have to remember that we're not called to be like the world we're called to be set apart and different uh, you might be the only person in your friends your friend circle that might not want to watch this or want to listen to that you might feel left out but you have to remember that it's going to help your thought life in the in the in in the end of all of that, um, you're not going to be desiring things that they desire. Because your friends, you know, they might be having sex. I mean, it might not be a problem for them, mm-hmm. even though we know that we shouldn't. And you might need to get some friends that are going <laughs> to help you, push you in the in the right direction. But real talk, I mean, that's that's just how things go sometimes. So you just have to consider, like, am I, what am I doing? Is that going to help me grow spiritually? Yeah. And I... I was able to see your video um, you talked about in your video titled Sex, 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 or Nah, Celibacy, if I I said it right. (laughs) Um, You mentioned a lot of that, too. Um, You said how it starts in the mind. Um, It's not just what we do. It's not just about whether you're having sex or not, but what do you feed in your mind? And we also have a blog on our site. Um, That says uh, purity starts in the heart is what you're watching, what you're um, and what you're watching, what you're listening to, the things we mentioned earlier. And on our site, we have a lot of um, we have music, uh, Christian playlists, um, lots of resources to help people um, because a lot of people don't know that there's such there's great Christian culture out there. Mm -hmm. Media wise um, things that you can listen to and watch without compromising your faith.
2: We've come a long way because you know it used to be corny. Oh yeah,
0: really oh corny. yeah. Back in the back in the day. Yeah, music has, has come a long way. Um there's some really good stuff out there and I, I enjoy it honestly, I enjoy it more 'cause I used to I used to go hard for secular music. I used to I remember and seeing as it's about July, uh, I went to I remember going to Essence Music Festival a while ago um Kanye was performing there I remember being out of my chair dancing oh. back and forth <laughs> knowing every word singing rapping all of that but now I just God has really like convicted me with the music that I listen to I I just remember just being convicted like asking me like you don't live that lifestyle like why are you listening to that type of music like that's not not your lifestyle that's not the person you want to be so why would you Listen to something like that. Why would you be entertained by something that God hates? So it just really made me evaluate like, what am I listening to? And I got more into uh, more Christian music. And now I would say um, about 95 percent, probably more than that, of what I listen to is Christian music. And it's funny because I never thought like, if you would ask me, I don't know, years ago, if I would, if that, if that's where I would have been going, because I was into you know, like Kanye West, all the popular stuff. Um, That's what my friends were listening to. That's what I was listening to. You know, Beyonce, all of that. But now, when I listen to a Beyonce song, like, I cringe. Mm. Like, the stuff she talks about, Mm -hmm. I can't even, Mm -hmm. I can't even listen to it. I haven't seen, I know everyone watched her, like, at the Super Bowl. I couldn't barely watch, actually, I was at a Super Bowl party, and I went home during the the halftime show, because I was like, I don't yeah, I don't care and then everyone's talking about her lemonade and all of that and I'm just like it's not not my priority to listen to it right now there's so much other like good music out there um, coming up even concerts um, a lot of worship music concerts uh, going on like Hillsong's going to be here like I'm way more excited I, I think Kanye is going to be here in Tampa too for his album and I'm, I'm much more excited to see Hillsong so yeah you so, want me to it, it, date him for I- I'm not anymore (laughs) (laughs) I haven't listened to Kanye since I don't know probably I'm trying to remember which album that was that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy that one I I don't think I've really listened to him since that yeah after
2: his mom died I was out because it seems like he mm -hmm. was on a downward spiral after that I'm like oh no he's getting dark
0: I mean yeah it's, it's crazy if you really – and after you don't listen to it for a while and you go back and listen to it, you realize how desensitized to that stuff you you were. Yeah, I I just – I can't anymore. And I'm not – I'm definitely – okay, I'm not knocking anyone who does listen to it. But just, just think about it. Like, as a Christian, just know, like, are you – is that who you are as a person? Like, the music you listen to should kind of reinforce your values. Um, Cause that's that's it's opening things, thoughts in your mind. It's making you gonna think things, and mm-hmm. along the lines of that music, and especially if it's like cursing or something or um, violence, fornication, and then you just think about it. Why why should we be so obsessed with like a sin um, centered culture when God hates sin? Like it's just think about that. Just think about. Just put that thought in your mind. Just. Just think about it. So as far as other advice, um, real advice on on purity and dating, for me, the things that I've learned is to don't make assumptions about people. Um, If they say they're a Christian, the average person out there, I'm sure you've seen this, too, like just because someone the average person in America would identify as Christian. But the average person, average single person in America is probably having sex. So there's a disconnect there. Like we say one thing, but our (laughs) actions kind of point differently. So it's more so we need to look at actions of people. There's a there's some Bible verses in Matthew chapter seven. They talk about a tree and its fruit. And it says that a good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will will know them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, Did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. It's great just to meditate on those scriptures. And I started at verse 18, 18 through 23. So we really have to look at the fruit of what people are doing. And by fruit, I mean their actions. And there's also the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is in Galatians. Now we can look at people's behavior and um, see if they're producing that fruit as well. Mm -hmm. But we just have to think a lot of people will say one thing and they might do something otherwise. So we really have to test the fruit. I mean, it's, it's right there in the Bible. It says a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So we just have to be mindful of what people are, are doing and not just what they are saying. And I, another thing for me is to not project your ideals onto someone. We're all human. Nobody's perfect. And it's easy, especially for women, when you meet somebody that first day or the first date and you want to think, oh, this person's perfect. <laughs> he says he's a Christian. Oh, God. So that automatically means this, this, and that. And he has everything on my list. No. He is human, just like you. Don't idealize someone. That's one of the things I've, I've learned. Because you want to, especially as women, we tend to romanticize things. We'll go from, oh, I just learned your name, to, I'm going to get your last name. Yeah. It <laughs> happens hey, so, so quick. Much so quick so quick so we just have to slow down slow it down some it's nothing wrong with um slowing it down getting to really know that person even though you might discover their imperfections their weaknesses but we're they're human and they're not perfect so we just have to be patient with people what about you there's some real advice you uh, give to your girls that you uh, minister to?
2: Oh, my gosh. I mean, I give them the disclaimer up front. Like, you're going to learn everything here. And I'm not holding back anything because, honestly, I feel like the more that we hold back and try to shelter them, Mm -hmm. the more they're going to learn at school. Like, we talk about everything, you name it we talk about it we talk about what sex is because a lot of young girls are being deceived into believing that just because it's not intercourse it's it's not sex so mm-hmm. we talk about every level of sex there is any type of touch we talk about it all because I really believe that for lack of knowledge his people perish like we are tripping in that area. We're keeping so much away from our youth because we feel that they can't handle it. And then they're 12 years old and they're pregnant. So Mm -hmm. we just got to do better about being real, open, and honest. And this is another thing. I overheard someone talking to someone else and they were like, you know, I guess they were going to have the, the what is it? The birds and the bees talk. Yeah. She, as a parent, was cringing saying that she just wanted it to hurry up and be over with. She just wanted it to be done. She didn't even want to have a conversation. So that is what we have a lot of our kids going through. Like me personally, I did not have my mom to talk to about that. So I had to talk to my friends. I had to talk to other people. And that is so unfortunate that we are not allowing an environment to be conducive for them to talk about these things because they do have questions. And the yeah. last thing we want them to do is ask someone who really doesn't know. And not just that, the answer that they're going to give them is not scriptural. It's not based from the word of God. It's based off of what they think or what they see on TV or what they saw as they scroll through Instagram. So we've just got to do better as a body to support one another in the area of sex, especially when it's concerning our youth. Yeah, that's
0: so true because for... And hopefully churches have come um, ways past this, but I know in older days that um, it was more about how you acted, like what you did in church, like, oh, Mm -hmm. your skirt Mm -hmm. is too short or something. Mm -hmm. It can be more on the surface level than what's going on in your your mind, in your heart, Um, the questions that girls have, those things. Can, should be definitely should be addressed. I mean, it's not just about what you're wearing, but because you can, you know, be wearing a long skirt and still, you know, be promiscuous. I mean, there's nothing, nothing to stop you. Yeah, I mean, if you aren't, if we aren't having these talks with with girls. I mean, now, especially with the internet, oh gosh, you can Google and look up way too much at a, a younger age, yeah. and kids are growing up faster and faster. So we got to be realer and realer and show them that <clears throat> that God's word is still relevant in the midst of um, these years going by so fast. 2016, I mean, people might think, oh, what is, our younger kids might think, oh, what does this, this book that was written so long ago, how can this apply to my life? Mm-hmm. It talks about purity and, and these things like how can this be relevant to me in 2016? Were you about to say something? Oh, I saw you. Oh, okay, tell, I, yeah. I didn't mess you up, and you're talking. About oh no, no, oh, I just okay. saw you. Uh, okay, <laughs> like you had something to say.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's fine because I was just thinking about the scripture that I quoted, and it was lack of vision people perish. I think I said lack mm-hmm. of wisdom, but we'll go with it.
1: Whatever.
0: All the scriptures that we mentioned, we'll post in our our show notes if people want to go back and see. Um, all the all the different things that we talked about, and that'll be located at slash ep 11 just to put that out there for you guys. So yeah, definitely we need to have these conversations. It's all about communication and, and showing people why why these things in the Bible are still relevant relevant today. Okay, so there's other other ministries out there too that are are keeping it real keeping it 100 with with people who are um showing god's truths in in modern day um one of my favorite there's there's a ministry called moral revolution they have a sex myth monday where they talk about um things as christians these lies that we talked about that people might believe and they kind of help dismantle these thoughts that um people would have and we'll put links to um some of their their articles in our show notes but they they've been really good having um they talk about lies that people believe about sexual purity as well. And there's a woman we, we were laughing about this early, well, <laughs> laughing at the fact that it was needed and we were happy that someone I guess was addressing it. And there's a woman who helps prepare I don't know these word word guide to. but prepare. Prepare is right. a good word. For women who have been abstaining from sex, um, when their wedding night does come, that she she's kind of there. She's has things on her website that she helps prepare them for for that night. Which after you've been abstaining for a while, or even if you if you're a virgin as well, that I'm sure there's a mental mm-hmm. it's a mental challenge. I'm sure it can be, especially if you grew up. You might be someone who grew up learning that okay, sex is bad, sex is bad. and it's gonna be hard. It might be harder for you when you go when it's your wedding night to kind of erase. You don't erase that overnight. The things that you you've learned about it, even though it is, you will be doing that within the the um your season of marriage. It's I'm sure that still doesn't um disappear overnight. <clears throat> like we mentioned earlier, there was an article about a woman a couple years ago who she did wait until she got married. And unfortunately, like, she did not enjoy her wedding night at all. And then I think she ultimately ended up getting divorced just because her husband, they were having such difficulties in that area. And we just have to be keeping it real. Um, if they had a woman um, like this, um, mm-hmm. if they had met with her or talked with her, I mean, maybe they wouldn't have gotten divorced. So just these real, these topics are out there and they're real things that, you know, as Christians we can uh I will post the link to her uh her ministry but other things that could help us prepare um as as we uh move towards marriage just things we can think about yeah um, and we'll definitely uh uh we will post post these articles um there's some more out there um boundless like I mentioned earlier they have uh some, they have some really great articles uh, that talk about um, other types of uh, sexuality, purity, different aspects of, of those those things. For example, I'm just going to read this question they had under their advice section. It says, how do I deal with lust as a single woman? I mean, these questions that we all think about, we don't know who to ask, um, how to go about asking those types of things but they have some some great advice um for for people um from a christian perspective. So they're they're really great. And it's not just a simple, you know, pray and it go away type type of answers. They go <laughs> into
2: <laughs> no, that is What is like killed me? No, let me I touched on that. We have got to get better about that too. Instead of okay, I'm struggling with this because we we kind of keep everything so vague and surface that Mm -hmm. the response is going to be that too. So like you said, yeah, just, you know, pray, you know, you read a little Bible verse and we wish you well. It's like, no, you haven't gotten to the root of the issue. Like some people have been molested or raped. Like there are some deep issues that like if someone doesn't really expound on what's going on and they don't have that environment to do that, they can't be healed in that area. And I know that it's a lot of people who are promiscuous and who can't stop having sex because of those type of wounds so it's like we just really have to hold ourselves accountable be our true self rooted in christ and his word and be supportive of the entire body because we're going through a lot and it shows in our fruit
0: oh yeah so they have some really really uh great articles um so if people wanted to get in contact with you, um, if they wanted to learn more about your ministry, how would they get in touch?
2: Well, there are a few ways. They can go to our website at www.hegotyou2.com. They can follow on Instagram at hegotme83 or check us out on YouTube. Channel name is He Got Me.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, and definitely check out Ashley's ministry. I was so I was excited to have her on the show because I knew when we started it, um, I knew Ashley was one of the guests um, I wanted to have eventually. I didn't know when, but I knew I, I wanted her on eventually. Her personality is just real awesome. She's so bubbly and extroverted, and awesome, <laughs> Brie. I knew she would have some great things to say, um, especially from a a golly perspective. So I really uh, appreciate you joining us. And hopefully we'll have another topic in the future. Let us know if there's something else you want to talk about. We can definitely um, uh, expand on it in a show. We'll see. Uh, So but thank you. Very much Thank you for having me.
2: And I don't know if you take comments or suggestions from your audience, but even if they have a topic that they want to touch on, maybe we can. Mm-hmm. You know, do it oh yeah, that.
0: yeah. We, we we have ways. Uh, you can definitely email us at a uh, go and grow show at gmail dot com, and that's goinggrowshow and grow show is our our handle across social media, across Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook. It's just facebook dot com slash go and grow show if you uh if you are interested in a particular show topic or you have a comment uh a question we we're definitely open to it on uh, on our site we also have a like a contact uh section where you can uh, submit a question so we're definitely open to it and we even have a a link on there if you want to submit something anonymously if you um if there's something you really need to say but you don't need to uh, let us know who you are. That's fine as well. Um, we'll definitely address it. So we we look forward to it, actually. We're definitely here to help help people out, um, definitely to help people grow spiritually um, in uh, today's time. Because that's something our culture doesn't promote. Our culture yeah. wants us to do the opposite of that. I mean, we say uh, we're a nation under God, but like I said, the fruit the fruit speaks yeah, it does, <laughs> it does. Um, right so we definitely welcome, welcome that So again uh, thanks for your time and we hope everyone is doing well and we will uh, talk to you on the next show thanks bye thanks for listening to the Go and Grow Show for more shows please visit www.goandgrowshow.com We also feature Christian events in Central Florida and around the country. Until next time.